0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode nine of Future Frenzy. I'm your host, Sven Patzer. Today we have with us Kenneth Helberg. He is a founding account executive at Proceptual. He studied energy and sustainability policy at PSU, followed by an MBA at Temple University's Fox School of Business, uh, graduating with a Dean's Certificate of Excellence. Uh, He is the co-author of The Annex in the Handbook of Carbon Accounting with Arnard Brosh. And he's a values driven, dedicated leader who produces transformative results. Please join me in welcoming Kenneth to the stage today. Could you tell me a little more about what is currently going on in the AI regulatory space? Because it seems like there are uh, companies moving a million miles a minute, and it seems impossible for uh, governments and legislation to keep up. Uh, as somebody who's an expert in the space, uh, I am, I'm really interested in, in hearing your insights.
1: Absolutely. And uh, you're absolutely right. Things are moving uh, extremely fast, right? And uh, the, the interesting thing is is that you know, AI has been around for quite a while. It's been around since the 50s, um, and it's been evolving ever since then. Um, and I think what's catching everybody by surprise is the rate at which it's evolving now, right? You know, so a few years ago, um, it was, you know, Watson and, uh, you know, trying to beat people on uh <laughs> on jeopardy and now it's uh spitting out uh full reports um with just a line of prompt, right and uh or i mean people are making movies by looping these these different generative ai tools together so I, i think the you know and and also you know if we're talking about like probably the most important i'm sorry the most uh uh, prominent AI tool right now which is chat GPT you know even that it's, it's chat GPT about four months ago and now it's Gpt4 so it's already evolved in those four months and so um you know now I think uh, what I've been reading this week is uh, some leaders uh, you know are are asking for a pause because things are moving so quickly um m- you know honestly I think that's just because uh maybe they're they're jealous they didn't catch on a little bit early on but you know uh yeah but you know that's uh you know but that's neither here nor there but uh, but it's true it is moving it is evolving extremely fast and uh and to the point you made you know there are all sorts of ethical considerations um that you have to 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 consider you know that that, that you need to keep in mind as these tools evolve and that we need to um you know, that we need to, to, to prepare ourselves for. So, um, so yeah, you know, and, and so just a, a little bit of background about, you know, me and, you know, what, what we do here at Perceptual, you know, we work with uh, businesses on the HR side of using these tools. So there are a bunch of new regulations coming up, um, most spe- you know, specifically the New York City Local Law 144, um, which goes into enforcement, in mean, just a couple of weeks, mid-April. Um, California, Colorado um, have some uh, some some uh, regulations coming down the pike and, and many other places are, are emerging. Um, and so we are helping companies comply with these new regulations. Um, and the main concern around those tools are bias, right? And so AI, if it's not trained properly, um, or if it's using, um, you know, data sets that uh, that may lead to bias um, could introduce bias into the hiring process. And so that's the main concern. Um, and so that's the the first real um, application of regulation that we, you know, that, that that's really coming. Um, but it's probably going to be much more expansive over the la- next couple of years from what
0: we're seeing. So how, you know, uh, how exactly... Um, yeah, I'll start off with going back to the letter, um, I wrote a, I wrote a response back, uh, because I totally agree, um, Elon Musk is just upset that he, he kind of left OpenAI, uh, early on, and Steve Wozniak, uh, you know, is just... I saw him in 2014 uh he spoke at the Norfolk Forum and he was saying that technology was never gonna be better than the iPhone uh 6 at the time or something like that and we we thought it was bridic- ridiculous what he said uh and, and obviously uh he doesn't he's like the last person to to talk to about AI. Uh, because I, I don't think he under, he even understood its capability or what it was, uh, years back. And so, uh, yeah, you're right. It, it has been around since the fifties. Uh, and it, it's so interesting how it was a little subsection of, uh, technology and it's just exploded so quickly uh because of how easy it is to scale using these uh machines and so uh to go yeah to to talk about um your views on the landscape and and with perceptual uh i i think you're totally right it's it's super tough to um really deal with bias and i guess my question is, how do comp? How are these like? How is OpenAI eliminating bias? Is there a person just sitting there, like clicking? Oh, this is wrong. Like, uh, each time uh, there there's a response generated that that they don't like. So I mean obviously I don't know
1: exactly how like open AI works but uh, you know I, I do know how uh, how regulations work more or less right you know and so and and what I could say to that is um, you know so I my 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 education is in sustainability policy right and so uh, when we look at sustainability and the policy around sustainability um, it is it feels similar to the policy around AI. And what I mean by that is, is by the time policy was finally catching up to the climate change, sustainability, and a lot of these uh, these environmental impacts that we are experiencing, it's kind of already too late, right? And we're, we're already behind, right? And so, um, you know, and so if we're thinking like, and exxon mobil uh, in the sustainability side um you know they they were operating not caring about regulations until they were regulated or maybe they maybe i'm not saying they didn't care about regulations
0: but Ah, yeah they yeah.
1: they weren't regulated and so they were operating in a certain way until they were regulated and then um and then maybe you know they uh they curtailed their, their emissions and things like that. So, uh, but when we're looking at, you know, right now, OpenAI, you know, it, it's, you know, there go, you know, if there's no regulations in place, then it's really, um, it's, it's kind of hard to say, hey, you know, OpenAI, you need to do this, right? And, and honestly, I think a lot of, a lot of, we don't even know the impacts that OpenAI is going to have, right? You know, I mean, I don't think, uh, you know, last year, we could have, any of us could have imagined that it would have tried to, uh, talk a reporter into leaving his wife for it, you know, or, uh, you know, or, or, or the other, you know, weird things that, that we've read about, right? I don't think any of us could have wrapped our brains around something like that. And, uh, and so I feel like it's a paradigm shifting, um, Environment right now, so I, so honestly, I feel like a lot of the so just to go all the way back to the regulations, I feel like um, we don't really know what we what we what we need to know yet um, as far as what we need to to regulate. So I feel like there's there's definitely a little bit of a wait and see uh, sort of thing. Um, I know HR is um, the tip of the spear for a lot of these regulations just because we've seen bias in those tools. Historically, there's there's a lot of examples of it going back, uh, you know, going back years. Uh, so when we're talking about AI, you know, arms are chat GPT, or, or, or open AI, you know, which have these tools that are so bleeding edge, and you know, we're just wrapping our brains around now. Um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like they don't really know what to what to regulate just yet. And, and and what impacts it could have right uh, at least that's, that's that's what my gut tells
0: me yeah i you know the first thing i'm thinking is is business 101 the the like main goal of a corporation is to benefit the shareholders and the shareholders usually want as as much profit as possible and so um the, and I to think, be fair,
1: that's not even their goal. It's their legal responsibility. Yeah, it's the responsibility. <laughs> exactly.
0: Basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and so um that is where regulatory lines get so blurred because uh you know, now we're on to 5G and we're on software-defined private networks. So uh n- a lot of that information isn't really uh we don't really have any idea what is going on and uh you know because i've talked to so many experts no nobody has an exact clue uh and on top of that um you know the the things popping up are are very very interesting such as uh, I saw a report where uh... I think about that statement, like, for, so yeah,
1: I mean, I, I don't know if it's necessarily open AI we need to worry about, but uh, we definitely need to, I think we need to worry about how humans are going to use these really extraordinarily powerful tools, right? <laughs> so I think, um, so I, I don't know if I'd be more worried about open AI, um, you know, accidentally leaking my credit card as I would somebody using one of these tools to trick me into getting my credit card or something like that right you know i Uh, that that that's a little bit more worrisome to me and like so and of course how do you regulate that right i mean these are just laws that are already on the books it's just a different tool that they're using um but the thing too is is you know when we're talking about chat gpt scraping this data you know these generative tools um you know they're a you know we went from ChatGPT only able to go from text to text, right? Which is uh, you put in text and then it's able to tell you a text output, um, which is like, you know, maybe writes a report or something else for you or, um, you know, but now it's going from text to images and I'm sorry, images and video to text, right? You could put those things in. So it's becoming, so you're right, you know, so to your point, it's becoming more sophisticated in the inputs. Um, that it needs to get outputs and then of course there's things like midjourney and Dali, which are putting you know outputting images um
0: so I, know, I but- have one one thing sorry to cut you off uh okay. so i I don't mean just open ai i I also mean um Google with their bard i mean oh, yeah. um you know it's it it's still the it's still an oligopoly basically it's It's Amazon, uh, with their AWS and then, um, then you have Microsoft and then you have, uh, Meta, who's also, uh, who has all the Instagram data and all the, like, there's no rules against them. I'm in that is, that's really interesting to me that, uh, that Meta is creating generative AI because. What, what are the, what are they allowed to feed into that? And, you know, cause if they don't look at the data personally, are they allowed to just, you know, feed all the, all our conversations in there? I don't know. I, and maybe that's not even possible to answer, but it, it's something on my mind. Uh, and when you think about that, what, uh, what comes to your head in, in terms of regulation?
1: So. I mean, you know, so there's already some uh, rules, you know, or at least rules being worked on. I think, you know, probably the most comprehensive set that I could think of is going to be probably an EU. EU is working on um, their, uh, you know, their set of laws, the EU Rights Act, I think it's called, Um, the EU AI Act, right? And and so the overarching theme there is that there are two sort of, Buckets of like total risk or like you know un un unacceptable risk, and then there's high risk, right? And so unacceptable risk would be um, something like using AI data in order to or for governments to uh, uh, to apply like social credit scores or, or other things like that to, hu- to to people or to their uh, to their uh, to their population, right? And so there's there's that one sort of thing. So that's saying that you know that act is talking about banning that all together. Um, but then the other is, you know, identifying you know high-risk uh, sort of applications of AI. And um, and again, so we don't, you know, when you're talking about what is um, you know, what is Meta going to do with all that data to make a generator
0: tool? You truly I mean, make the metaverse.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah exactly. You know, we don't even know yet, you know, like uh, you know, I, I mean, you know, when are not working in so before before this, I was I was working in three D, right, and um, and so we worked in three D, and there was some overlap with the metaverse, and um, and there's this concept of you know a digital twin, right, and so in three D and in manufacturing, it could be, um, you know, you buy a car and you have a digital twin of that, and that thing follows you around wherever you go, and you know you know exactly the maintenance history of it, and you can pull it up online and buy parts and. You know, or, or all sorts of things, right? And so, you know, I think eventually what we're going to see with the metaverse is we'll have digital human twins. I don't know when that'll be, but I think that's going to be a thing. Um, you know, uh, I mean, it, children already essentially have it when we're talking about Roblox. Um, you know, they, you know, they have their avatars there and they grow up on, and that's their social space. Um, so. You know, so I think that's sort of where it's going now. Where Meta can control that, um, that I, I don't know yet. I, I don't know what the risks and ramifications are around that, but I mean, I know that there are, um, you know, I, I know how uncomfortable people were when you would say something and then all of a sudden ads would pop up on your phone five minutes for that thing, right? And it's like, oh my god, this thing is listening to me, right? And so, um, so there's, you know, and, and so when we're thinking about, you Know again, and I'm just going to go back to chat GPT just because that's the biggest, you know, example of it right now. Um, but I feel like we're having a similar reaction to it, which is like the surprise that it's that powerful, right? So, the same thing where we're, we're, we're surprised when we're searching for something, all of a sudden we're getting all these ads, it's like, oh wow, it's that smart, it knows to give me all these ads. Same thing with chat GPT, so I don't think we understand yet just exactly like what meta is going to do with all these things or anything else but i mean we do know that it called itself meta for the metaverse right um and that's where it's definitely go, going towards and i don't think I, I think that the ai is probably a part of, of of moving in that direction and and i think it makes sense just because um you know these are learning tools that um you know that 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 just exponentially um increase the strength of things right and um and so to your point too you know the other thing and I'm just going to go back like maybe a, a couple of minutes you know you mentioned uh GPT-5 scraping all that data and um you know the, the thing too is is that there's going to be a like a point where these AI you know where AI is teaching AI right you know it's going to be it's gonna it's it's going to be increasing, you know, exponentially, and so and there's also going to you know there's going to be a point too where, you know, when we're talking about Chat GPT, I think the the data on that ended in twenty twenty one and GPT four is twenty twenty two or something like that, right? So it doesn't know anything beyond a certain date, right? And I think we're going to come to a point where it knows, like, what's going on, like, right now, right? And it can. It can you know, it is fully educated, and it's going to stay educated because it's, you know there's there's tools teaching other tools, right? Um, and so, I, I think we're still going to see some pretty rapid rapid evolution of what these things can actually. Be.
0: Thank you again for listening to this episode of Future Frenzy. I'm your host, Sven Patzer.